Finally, welcome back to reviewing the podcast where we watch movies from my dad's youth, then we discuss them. We hope in this uh, hectic time that, that that this podcast finds you and yours safe and healthy. Um, yeah. So you tried to be really thoughtful and empathic and wish people well, and then you ran out of things to say? Is that really what happened? Yes, that okay. is what happened. Yeah. That's probably because you watch such um, emotional and um, uh, inward, I think heart-wrenching is the right inward word. thinking movies, such as Rocky 1982's Rocky III. Mm-hmm. Not the Best Picture winner of 1976, not even the follow-up, but Rocky III. The follow-follow-up. The follow-follow-up, of which there were several more. Starring, of course, Sylvester Sly Stallone, Talia Shire, Burt Young, Carl Weathers, Mr. T. Mr. Burgess. Well, T. Oh, you gave it away. Very uh-huh. the lead. Uh, uh, Carl Weathers. Um, this, actually, it's interesting. The first Rocky movie where you, you were positive he was going to win. Mm-hmm. I mean, in Rocky, he didn't. Sorry. Spoiler alert. In Rocky Two, I guess you figured he would win, but you weren't sure. In Rocky Three, you knew he was going to win. Mm-hmm. We enjoyed, for what it's worth, it was a good distraction from the crazy world that's going on uh, outside of our doors. We hope that uh, this podcast can um, fill your social distancing mm-hmm. time. Yes, as it were. Enjoy. What's the truth, damn it? I'm afraid, all right? You want to hear me say it? You want to break me down? All right, I'm afraid. For the first time in my life, I'm afraid. I'm afraid, too. There's nothing wrong with being afraid. There is. For me, there is. Why, you're human, aren't you? Look, I don't know what I am. All I know is I'm a liar. And because of that, Mickey ain't here no more. We're rising up straight to the top. Rocky III. Back on the street. (laughs) You did your time, and you took your chances. So, um, we started with three because you were certain that you'd seen one and two beginning to end. It might have been a while, but you'd seen one and two beginning to end. Mm -hmm. But you were also sure that you hadn't seen three beginning to end. And it's probably more fun to talk about Clubber Lang. Clubber Lang. Exactly. One of my favorite things to say because who's because who's that's not their favorite thing to say. So much fun. Yeah, you you, I think it's okay that you own that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's so deep. So it is. Know. It's great. It's great. So, so we got Rocky three. So it starts with the end of Rocky two. Pretty much, it was funny. Well, well, okay. We we we're watching it on like Rocky Marathon thing. Yes. On like TV. I so think it's we more... actually saw the end of Rocky Two. Yes. And then we saw it again. Yeah, although it was, it was truncated. Yeah. Although... Okay, they made his voice deeper. They definitely made his voice deeper. Like when he was talking, he was like, "And I love my kid." Like it was definitely like so much deeper than yeah. what it was in the actual movie. I agree. I agree. Okay. Um, side note: We're never doing a movie on television again. It was pretty rough. Yeah. It was like 40 minutes longer than it probably should have been. Yes, when we only saw seven different commercials during all the breaks. That's the hustle. Yeah, it was no good. So, but um, that's 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 it, that's insider training. So, 
so, so you get that, and they and they get to the start of Rocky Three. And so here's something that I, I thought about when I saw the end of Rocky Two or whatever. I saw the end of Super Fight Two, Super. as they call it. Um, they use the expression "shock the world." They say Rocky has shocked the world. I wonder if that is the advent of shock the world. I don't know. Would I don't know, know what that is. I, I haven't heard that. Well, you know, they would an upset. Upset. They shock the, the world. world. We're going to shock the well, world. That was you know. I don't know. It's kind of like the high five. They think they know where the high five came from, but they're not really yeah. sure. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. So, um, initial thoughts about Rocky Three. Um, I can see why all of the Rockies are such classic films. Okay. From a movie making a standpoint from a film standpoint it is pretty horrible <laughs> yes okay mm-hmm. um but that's okay because you're not watching it with you know your grading sheet and you're not watching it to make comments at the film festival you're watching it because it's rocky you're watching a rocky movie and it's fun and it's kind of dumb but you're enjoying it yes it's people punching each other yes. a lot. agreed Agreed. And the, the the sound of people punching each other is completely... It is so much louder than oh, it needs to be. It's yeah. Like, bruh, bruh. yeah. Yeah. And the the beatings that people take, mm-hmm. it, it but 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 you know what you're signing up for. Yeah. Totally. It's great. Totally. So, I literally did not think about this little bit of Rocky from my past until right now. So, I used to live with a guy named Pat. Pat was, college? Uh, post-college. Okay. Lived with him for a year. He was, hmm, he went to Providence College. Where was he from? I don't remember. Somewhere in New England. I'm going I'm to go with that. Anyway, his dad liked Rocky so much that they, they had all the Rockies on, you know, DVD. VHS yeah. and DVD. And, and at the time, I think we were sort of putting it. But he told me that his dad kept a um, still-in-the-shrink-wrap copy of every Rocky movie just in case. Like, in case what? Uh, the other one wore out? I don't know. But he, he wanted one in the shrink wrap. In case someone untouched. stole his Rocky copies? Right. It's sort of like, sort of like the like mint condition Rocky. Yeah. Just, just you never know when you're going to need one. I mean, sort of part of the appeal is that like cult classic. Yes. I'm, I mean, like I know of Rocky. Rocky is, I think, in the pop culture still. Oh, gosh, yes. Um, well, they just made Creed 2 last year yeah. or whatever. It, like R- Rocky definitely has had an impact on, uh, pro- you know, boxing, boxing films. Yes. Um, yes. Just for how monumental is not the right word. Um, well, they did build a monument. They did at the and steps Rocky at did the not like it. No, threw his helmet right at it. Went okay. Ding. Now here's something that I um, thought of. Um, so they build a statue. So there's a couple things. Okay, so they build a statue for Rocky at the steps of the Philadelphia Art Museum. Yes. If you remember in Rocky One, he runs the steps, runs through the city, and then runs the steps to the Philadelphia Art Museum, and nobody's with him. It's just him. Yay! Yeah. Yeah. And then in Rocky Two, he runs the streets, and people start to follow him, mm-hmm. and he does yay at the Philadelphia Art Museum, and everybody's cheering. And then in Three, so I guess because they followed him, they knew the Philadelphia Museum was a big deal, right? You climb the steps, it's a good view, the whole thing like that. But, um, so there are a couple of, like, meta moments 
in Rocky Three. In Rocky Three, where like we got this truth fiction crossover. One is that statue still is at the Philadelphia Museum, so it's like it's not just a movie prop; it's yes. a real statue. Yes. It's at the art museum, so that's a that's a truth. That's another thing. That's, that's like that a life the movie had thing. an impact yeah. on the real world. Right? Like, they built that. Right. Yeah. But here's like the meta thing. So the marching band, by the way. Shout out to marching bands being in the movie. That was pretty crappy marching band. I, it I, was. I, I it was like say. just the parade kids, you know. Yeah. So, anyway, the marching band at the or the band, but they're in the marching uniforms. Yes. Um, at the uh, press conference unveiling of the statue, mm-hmm. right, is playing the theme from Rocky. Bear with me here. I bear. If we're watching Rocky three, there's no Rocky movies. Rocky's real. So therefore, the theme from Rocky is not a song. Oh my. Mind blown. Yeah, like you with me? And then they come back later when they're doing the the sort of early bad training montage and they're playing the theme. I'm like, so did they make a Rocky theme? I I, was it it, it's Mm. meta. It's meta. Yeah, I think I don't know if that one has an answer. I think that just has to be there. I I think that's just suspension of belief. You just say, "The Eye of the Tiger existed in both the real in no in, no no in no, 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 no 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 I don't mean the Eye of the Tiger. You mean the rock? I mean the Rocky theme. Dun 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 oh. dun 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 dun. I mean. So we have the mix between the Rocky verse and the universe here. Yes, yes, exactly. Yeah, I think to pick between those, I would live in in the Rocky verse. Well, yeah, I mean. People have better nicknames in the Rockyverse. Oh, 100%. The Southside Slugger. I mean, never mind of Apollo Apollo's nicknames. The Southside Slugger. The the Battling Pride of Philadelphia. I mean... That's good. Do we ever learn Rocky's actual name? Is it just Rocky? Well, Balboa is his last name. Yeah. I mean, is it is it Richard? I'm thinking it's is Rockland. It Ro- Rockland? Could be. I wonder if we ever knew that. Maybe we can do that some research. If there's like a tender moment where Adrian and Rocky are, are getting it's to like, know each other. It's just, what's your actual name? It's like, oh, Rockland. Rockland. Reginald. You know what? I'm sticking with that. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna go, sticking I'm with, gonna go Rockland. with Rockland. Maybe the original movie was Rockland, and they said, hmm, we need something catchier. What if they did like a Rocky spinoff where it's like Rockland, who's this like, you know, Duke of Yorkshire ham. Yeah. And, but like he, he is a really good boxer on the side. Ooh. But like U- using the Marcus this. of Queensbury rules. Yes, <laughs> yes, I think that's a great idea. It's a great idea. Okay, tangent over. Yes. Um, so I the tiger. I liked how they came right in with it. Like I had always thought the, Eye of the no tiger shame. came in no with, the, with the training montage. No, boom! I the tiger. One thing I noted is I, I want to go back because I only like realized this at the very end. I want to go back and find out how many times they remixed the Eye of the Tiger. Ooh, because yeah. it because it's got to be like five or six. It's, it's many. Because the one that I know or the, the or the time that I noted that was like the sad one. Yep. Um, like when he's like beaten down and like I'm afraid. Yes. Yeah. Okay, you brought it up. I was I was gonna wait till later, but. but Yet again, we will not go chronologically through the movie. So you talked about that whole I'm afraid thing. It's the big dramatic scene with Adrian on the beach, right? Mm-hmm. He reveals himself. Um, now, Let me just say one thing. Yeah. Fantastic acting. Well, I, well, I want to ask you about that because, <laughs> y- you know, uh, I remember sitting across from you talking about how we were both shocked in First Blood 
in the end scene that the acting actually wasn't that bad. It was pretty bad in this. It was pretty bad in this. This was like Cobra level. Yeah. Cobra didn't have as many tender moments. No, um, did it have a tender moment? Well, that was his favorite match, and he he had to throw it away. He did have to throw the match away, yeah. Awesome 50. Um, Anyway, um, yeah, but I I was... sort of surprised at how bad it was because yeah it was if this is 82 i mean this is like right in the same timeline as as first blood but it was bad yeah i i i i think like he's his face doesn't move enough to 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 show that he's feeling anything yes it's just like a face and a really deep voice especially coming off of the rocky 2 when you see the end of that movie everything is just tight in Rocky 3. His face is tight. His hair is tight. His muscles are tight. Like he's like he he's was a, very cut in this. Yeah, he's and, like and like Rocky 2 like he was very bulky. This yeah. was very cut. Yeah. And so it's just everything and it was just too tight to act, I guess. Well, I well one thing that I noted upon a more serious note. Oh, thank you. Um is that this did show a lot of personal change for Rockland Balboa. Do tell. He, he had to change between the heavy-footed what did he say? What did Lou say? Or no, he was the um, uh, he's a he's a, brawler, he a bruiser, a brawler, brawler but yeah, one like of those, that. Yeah, into like what Apollo Creed was, right? And I think he had to change into the Count of Montefisto. He did. <laughs> That's just the best nickname. It's pretty. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. I always liked the Master of Disaster, but the Count of Montefisto is growing on me. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So I mean, because he did have to change, like between what he used to be and what he was comfortable with right to to like you know the young fast fighter yes that's um, right and he did he did and he did it for clobberlang <laughs> which i think was interesting cuz he cuz he sort of like controlled his whole life yeah be like 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 rocky's fear of him sort of gripped his 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 whole life which I think is interesting, sort of like the psychological game there. Yeah, well, he had the, he had the flashbacks. I mean, even when he was, you know, he had took a beating from Apollo and he came back and he fought him, and it wasn't like he had flashbacks about that. But, and it was, but, yeah. But Clubber Lang flashbacks, and mm-hmm. and he had to say, "I'm afraid." I'm afraid. There, I said it. So yeah, yeah, it's great. So let's talk about Clubber Lang. Wait, I find who? Clubber. Oh, sorry. Let's talk about. Club Lang. Okay, yeah, I'm not going to let you do it because I'm not sure I can do it as well. Um, he is Mr. T, which I yes. thought was interesting. Uh, I don't know if you noticed in the beginning credits when it, it said who the... It said Mr. T. It did, but only the T was in quotations. Mr. was no. not. Yes, it was Mr. apostrophe T and apostrophe. <laughs> so... It, Wait, so does, does that mean, does that mean Mr. T stands for something? Does that, then? What does that mean? That Mister is his real name and T is the pseudonym. <laughs> it's it's so not 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 just Mister T. Okay, so what is his real name like? Do you again? Do we'll you have know? To, the Google machine probably yeah. knows. But I just I thought that the whole Mister T would be in would be in quotes. Yeah, like his name is like I don't know, John Smith. Right, or and, or or Ted if it's T. If whatever. It's T, yeah. yeah, exactly. Okay, so. Your I mother, liked Club Alone. He was great. He was he was actually better than I remembered. I thought he was. I mean, okay, yes, he's an obvious caricature, but I thought, I thought that it um, was worse. I thought that yeah. it, I thought that it was worse than it was. I thought it worked. So so your mother said, "Is this where he says I pity the fool?" And I said, "No, that's totally the A team." 
But I was wrong. He says, I, he pity, says the I pity the fool. I think I have the quote. And he says it really well. Oh, no. It's just, he says, I pity the fool. But it's in a choice spot. Oh, oh, I mean, he nails it. It's out of the he park when yeah, he says he it. it. So that, that led me to believe, okay, I don't remember whether A-Team came first or this came first, which led him to be on the A-Team. Do you know what the A-Team is? I, basics. Basics. Okay. Hour-long show... Um, There's like a van. There is a van. Him, George Pappard is like the mastermind. Dirk Benedict of uh, Battlestar Galactica fame is on there. Mm -hmm. And then there's the crazy guy. I think think there's just the four. And they solve things. They're all Vietnam veterans and they solve Mm -hmm. things. Um, uh, Mr. T's character's name is B.A. Baracus. The That's BA stands for bad attitude. Mm. He doesn't like to fly, so whenever they have to fly somewhere, they have to trick him and they have to drug him, and then he wakes up and he's flown. He's like, "Oh, you tricked me again!" And put it this way, they have like one that sounds class. Have like one plot, and but it worked. So I, I watched kind of like Rocky. I, yeah, <laughs> I watched it pretty pretty consistently growing up. So, um, but uh, but yeah, he yeah, was. He Mr. Was T might be the best actor in this whole movie. I don't, know, I don't know. Carl Weathers as Apollo Creed. I mean, he's got he's that good. down. He, yeah, totally. I mean, with the whole the whole one two thing, like like nobody nobody throws like like a left jab into a right cross like Carl Weathers. Like mm-hmm. like he's he so believable every as time. a boxer every time. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, but but the thing I really like about when you got Sylvester Stallone and and Mr. T doing the nose-to-nose thing is, you know, one is supposed to be, whatever, 200 pounds, and one is supposed to be 230. Is they're both, like, five foot six? Yeah. And so yeah. it's like, hmm, okay, yeah. Yeah. But well, because what's the difference in the final fight? It's, like, 180 to 237. Yeah, It's like, yeah. that's not... Yeah, yeah. But but he took it. But but he made it happen. Okay, so so we have we have Mr. T, um, Thunderlips. Hulk Hogan. Hulk Hogan. Hulk Hogan. Yes. He, okay, he's not actually that tall, is he? No, Hulk Hogan is huge. Oh, okay. No, he's probably... I think when he was wrestling, you know, they announced him at six foot eight. He's probably six four or something. But, you know, he is actually a big dude. Yeah. So. And, um, and, and he did the thing, the leg thing. Yes, that's his signature yeah, move. That, that's the, the leg drop. Yeah, yeah. I'm glad that you know that. I was figured I had to tell you about the, the okay, leg drop. So let me give you the stats that they called him in at seven foot three ninety. Yeah, no, that's like, that, mm, not not take not a hundred off that. Yeah, yeah. I think yeah. I, I think I said close to seven feet. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Although that that that's funny though when he's like, "What do you think he eats?" About two hundred two pounds. Yeah, yeah. That was good. One of the best things I think with Hulk Hogan being in it, whether it was just like a, com- just like a total time capsule of, just like pop culture, yeah. you know, like, the fact that it's Mr. T and Hulk Hogan and, yes. and the Rocky movie, yep, you, to- you know, I agree. And the ring announcer, for oh that mustache, do you know who that is? No, that's Leroy Neiman, pop artist. In fact, the paintings, the sort of kind of drippy paintings yeah. at both at the end and of Rocky and the Training thing are by Leroy Neiman. No way. Yeah. Yeah, that yeah. mustache was gnarly. Yeah. Well, are you are you going to try and grow that mustache? <laughs> okay, he like got it from right above his lips like out to his sideburns. Yeah. Like through the 
through the cheek. Like, it was straight through the cheek. Yeah. I'm not sure how to do that. Yeah. I mean, I've got some connection, but I don't think I have that much connection. No, no, but, like, it was, like, straight across. It was straight and across. And then it hooked. Yeah, yeah. It was impressive. He's there. He's in the Mustache Hall of Fame with Salvador Dali, Raleigh Fingers. I don't know Raleigh Fingers. I don't know that. You have to look it up. Okay. He 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 went through a share of mustache wax in his Hall of Fame career. Yeah, really. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, but it was there was some serious pop culture. But actually, though, in the I don't know when it happened. Probably sometime in the mid seventies, Muhammad Ali, when he was heavyweight champ, fought a Japanese wrestler. Antonio oh, Aoki. Like that sort of yeah, yeah similar. Thing. But I think I, I don't remember more than that. But I'm pretty sure it happened. So, okay. um, yep. Yeah. So we have the um, the the uh, thing with Thunderlip, which is supposed to be charity, and yeah. but it was kind of funny because I guess I mean I guess Rock we know Rocky's supposed to take a beating and keep and, coming back to it, but like he got punched directly in the face with some man's fist without a boxing glove on like really and then he also got like basically manhandled and then thrown down on his leg right like you're not getting up from right that. so he bleeds heavily by being hit with boxing gloves but he gets punched in the face with knuckles and he's all good <laughs> anyway the best one was was like when he has him in the like shoulder press for like 10 seconds yeah and then he throws him <laughs> yeah yeah that's true that's true so um Training montages. We have several, Classic. several training montages. Classic. So, give me your. That's take. almost what I like when I think of Rocky. That's what I think of is like that training montage. And I know there's the one in in Soviet Russia. In yeah. Four or five. Four. four. Okay. Yeah. 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 But it's like, th- yeah, this one was definitely. Can you say a montage is well done? I mean, yeah, like, well done for a Rocky montage. Totally right. what you think of. Yep, yep. Builds um, it up. Builds it up. You get to the end with their running on the beach. Which, by the way... And then the kind of gay moment. Kind of. <laughs> yeah. So, I... Okay, with, like... With these movies from the 80s, there's always, like, one or two kind of gay moments. You're like, hmm... Yeah. I you mean, know, with, like, Commando, it was the, like, 10-second shot of Arnold's bicep. It was. Know. It was. I mean, it's just, it, you know, it, well, put it this way. Would we have felt that it was, it, 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 really, it really didn't go there if they weren't wearing, like, weird yeah, yeah. cut-off shirts, really short shorts, really high socks? Yeah. But, but actually the thing They that, matched the colors of the outfits, though. They really did. But the thing that did it, though, was that Sylvester Stallone did this weird sort of, like, hands-together <laughs> clap thing. Yeah. Not once, but twice. Yes, and yes. Like, um, you're you're a brawler, former leg breaker yes, for the mafia from yes. South Philly. You don't clap like that. Yes. No. Yes. That's just not okay. That yes, totally, totally. Okay, his his um his uh, shoulder game was strong. Oh yeah, both of them. Oh definitely. Definitely yeah. like a lot of steroids on that set. Well, I, I'm pretty sure that, and this is probably later. 90s even. I think Sylvester Stallone got caught with steroids once. I mean... I mean, he's got it. But look at him again. Look at him from two to three. Like, he's just... He's he's shredded. Yeah. And so, he definitely... Yeah. Well, like, he had the, like, rib abs where it's, like, right. each ab for each... You know what I yes. mean? Yeah. 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 So, an interesting thing about... I mean, so I remembered, obviously, the first training montage where 
he's not getting it because he, he doesn't want it. And then he's, and, he's and not he has focused. A, he has a thing with, with Adrian and he gets back into it. And then, of course, the second train drama where the old music comes back and, and mm-hmm. fire it up and all that like that. But I had kind of forgotten that Apollo kind of talked him into it. Yeah. Like, I, I didn't remember... I figured mm-hmm. his motivation for wanting to fight again was because Mickey died. He's like, oh, I have to... But no, he was like, Apollo pretty much talked him into it. Mm-hmm. So, which I thought was, mm-hmm. yeah, you know, different. Um, the uh, uh, There's an interesting thing. When they go to Los Angeles and they're watching footage of Clubber Lang and... and uh, I'm sorry, they're watching footage of... Clubber Lang. And it's like at the end of the sports report and the guy says, oh, I don't know, he's not going to do it and, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sorry, they're not in L.A. It's just before they leave Philadelphia to go to L.A. Okay? Yeah, so at this point, the report. it's 1981 or 82 or whatever it is. Um, and so you assume they're watching network news. And so you assume this is the local sports report. This is the local Philadelphia guy. I picked out a very small thing is that they're done in the background. You can hear them and they're, and they're giving and they give the hockey scores. And the first score they give is the Islanders and the Bruins. And the second score they give is the Flyers. I'm thinking to myself, if you're the local Philadelphia guy, the Flyers score comes first. <laughs> maybe that was like the whole Northeast. Maybe. It was like, like a cable. It was like the local cable yeah. or the, the regional. I don't know. It just was It was just a weird thing that I was like, um, hold on one second. Okay, there are two sort of weird things that I want to hit on. Okay. Why does nobody block a punch ever? None of the boxers ever put their hands up against Rocky, ever. <laughs> and, like, that's sort of his thing, is, like, you know, just he, like, doesn't put his hands up. But nobody did. Yeah. No one's like, wow, Rocky is really doing something that can be applied to all boxers. <laughs> no, what? <laughs> yep. Yeah. Well, if you put your hands up and you don't get your face on camera, maybe that's the... Yeah. And also, there's no good, hit me again, hit me harder. Right. That was more Arnold. Maybe. Yeah, yeah, that actually was a little bit Arnold, yeah. actually, yeah. Because you went harder. Hard, yeah. yeah. Harder. Yeah. There you go. But he does have a little, like, the, every once in a while he tries to put on a sort of South Philly thing. Well, like, his voice is so deep that it's like, there's no room to get your tongue in there. It just sort of comes out. <laughs> yeah, I didn't think about it that way. Yeah. Also, why when they go to Los Angeles, do they make it seem like the worst place on earth ever? Because... Everything that we know about the 1980s is that Detroit is the worst place ever. Yeah. So why Los Angeles? <laughs> Take him to Detroit. <laughs> I like how I like how Polly can go from sort of quietly racist to just overtly racist yeah. in like two scenes, and nobody cares. Yeah. If they're like, oh, you know. Oh, Polly. Yeah. And in fact, Apollo gives him a nice bust on the cheek at the very end there. He does. Despite being terribly racist. So um, a couple of things I, I, I sort of wanted to point out. The Rocky pinball machine hmm. that Polly threw. That was real, right? Like, that was a real thing? They actually made Rocky pinball machines. Hmm. So again, kind of meta, like, it's yeah. it's the real world, it's also Rocky the Rocky world. Yeah. Um, uh, I, I also, the, uh, uh, so, so, so Mickey is um, having the heart attack yes. right before the thing. Okay. Talk about suspension of belief. They're at a boxing match. It takes him that long to find a doctor? Like, wasn't the doctor... Okay, well, one more thing with that. Who thought that it was going to be a, a shred of an okay plan to have the two boxers meet each other before they were in the ring? Right. Like, that's, that's why they come out separately. Yes. And the champion always comes out second. So he, Rocky's not going to be 
already down there. And, yeah. And, and, and it, it, the challenger is coming down the steps after him. Makes no sense. Okay. Back to the doctor thing. A, it takes a long time to find her. The doctor should have just been in the dressing room checking them out. Yeah. Secondly, the doctors do make it. <laughs> they wait. He's having a heart attack. They, they wait. And, and uh, if the fight had gone more than two rounds, <laughs> yeah. were they going to wait? But the, so anyway. And then, and, and then he leaves. No, leaves. but they come and he says something along the lines of, time is of the essence, Rocky. And he says, okay. No, he and then get him to the hospital. You get him to the hospital. Yeah. Because I can't do it. Right. <laughs> but then Rocky has to have the chat with him, and he's coming around. And he says, no. And he's dying. He's, like, losing his breath. Nobody tries to give him CPR again or anything yeah. like that. They just let him go. So time is of the essence. Just so you can say goodbye. The Hippocratic oath, forget it. We're done. Yeah. Yeah. So there's got to be a car somewhere where they can get him to the hospital. Not like, I don't know, man. Yes, I, th- I just came here for the fight. Right. Okay. And speaking of cars, they're. Um, oh yeah, they're coming back from the unveiling of the statue, and yes. Rocky's angry. Okay. And we know that Rocky's angry, not because we see him angry, but because the car slams into the driveway at top speed and slams on the brakes. That would work if Rocky was driving. He was not driving. His driver was driving. So is the driver going to drive angry? Like so, so let's just say that my job, I'm employed by Mr. Big Shot, and yes. he has me drive him around. Do I follow his directions and say, I'm really frustrated. Drive angry. <laughs> it's like, I, was, I was like, wait a minute. Sir, yes, sir. Yeah. Sir, yes, sir. I'll make it unsafe for you and yes. your family because you're my meal ticket. So. Oh, yes. Yeah. Um, so a fond memory of of uh, Rocky three is that um, uh, I went in the theater with with my nana. Now this is the same nana who took me multiple times, seven times to see Star Wars in the theater. Mm-hmm. Um, she also took me to see Rocky three. We went to went to Cleveland Circle. I can't How remember. old were you? Like like when it came out? So you were yeah like, eleven or, tw- yeah. or twelve? I think it was eighty three. So I think it was yeah. twelve. I'm pretty sure it was summer. I think of it. I you know because that's when I'd be there. I think we went to Cleveland Circle and went in there and. Well, because wasn't there one time where Nana took you to like a movie that you really weren't gonna or like weren't supposed to see when Ooh, when you were like six? Maybe I, I remember, maybe I remember. No, that. no, my mother took me to see American ah, Werewolf in London. Yes, when I was like nine that's, or ten. That's what I'm thinking of. Yeah, and um, no, but this is probably PG, so it's probably okay. Okay. So, but I can. It's just one of those like you know. Do you remember when you saw this movie? I was like, in fact, I do. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm kind of done with Rocky 3. Do you have any more you want to share? I got one more funny thing. I'm ready. Okay, so in the first training montage, the bad one. Okay, where he's training... Okay, okay. For the second fight or for the first for fight? For the first fight. Oh, okay, yeah. Um, you know, like like in the like the merch shop. Yeah, he's not taking it seriously, right. In in the last scene of that, the night before the fight, you presume, where Mick is like, I'm, I'm like so proud of you or whatever. Right. There's a guy there who Rocky is presumably just beating up all day? Like, is that just the human punching bag for hire? Like, what is that? Yes. I guess he's the sparring partner, but I don't think the sparring partner is supposed to not fight back. Yeah. They're supposed to, you know, like he was, spar. He was just standing there, and then he went off into the other corner, and they walked out. Like, does he just, like, sleep in the ring? Well, first he has to piss out all the blood, because all he does all day <laughs> yeah, he just, just, he just sits out. there and takes it. Yeah. Yeah, he has to count his teeth, and then, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and he has this touching moment where the guy is, you know, 
you know, breathing heavy over there. And, like, hey, thanks, man. Yeah. Like, oh, it's no yeah. problem. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm not, I'm not quite Like Kidney Stone. Yeah. I signed up for this in the in the back page of the Philadelphia Inquirer. I didn't know it was going to be this. But also, that guy was shredded, too. He was. There was nobody in this movie that wasn't jacked. That's really true. Well, I mean, like, even, like... Paul, wasn't really that jacked. No, he wasn't. Yeah, no, but all, no, every single No, fighter. but even, like, the, the, like, bald black trainer, he was ripped to shreds. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Stick and move. Stick and move. And then next, not to give it away, but... Throw in the damn towel! <laughs> oh, that's that guy? Yeah. Oh, 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 because when Apollo gets... Yeah. Oh, oh. oh, my. You're going to give it away! <laughs> <laughs> okay, like, I, I, I haven't seen the Rocky movies, but I yeah. know what happens. Yes. You know. Yeah. Again, pop culture. Pop culture. Well, and also, um, uh, from Creed, because you've seen Creed, they reference that yeah, they, that they last scene from Rocky Three, where Apollo and Rocky get in the ring together. Mm-hmm. So, and again, we haven't seen Creed Two. You should see it. Well, we did talk a while ago about seeing Rocky Four and then seeing Creed Two, and that didn't happen. But maybe that's next. We have so much time on our hands. We 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 do have time on our hands. I am ranked number one. One! That means I'm the best. I reject the challenge because Balboa is no challenge. But I'd be more than happy to beat up on him some more. I'm the champion of the world, and nothing can be done about that. I can't be beat, and I won't be beat. I'm going to crucify him real bad. What's your prediction for the fight, then? Prediction? Yes, prediction. Pain. Balboa is so predictable and stupid, the man comes straight ahead. He's tailor-made for me, and he's gonna get hurt. No, I don't hate Balboa, but I pity the fool, and I will destroy any man who tries to take what I got. Thank you so much for being with us on our review of Rocky Three. We, we really loved watching it, and we hope that you loved listening to our uh, review. Um, some of you may notice that we were on a bit of a break for about a month. Um, we were quite busy. I play uh, lax, and my dad has work, and I have school, but now we kind of don't. So, um, <laughs> True. True. We are, we are really hoping to get back on some, some sort of a schedule. Um, we've said that many times, haven't always followed through, but this time, there is nothing stopping us. Well, this is what keeps people coming back as they think, are they going to get on a schedule this time? Mm. I think what's more important, though, is the fact that that I can say I'm really proud of you, and not for the normal reasons. Here's why I'm proud of you. You didn't trade your passion for glory. I didn't. And, you know, so many times it happened so fast, but but you didn't fall prey to that. No. No. You kept, you kept your will to survive. Mm-hmm. And that, I think, is really what makes what makes this podcast go. Mm-hmm. It's the will of the fight. It's 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 rising up. It's it it's really all of those things. Mm-hmm. So, for those of you out there in podcast land, hold on to the eye 